0: Hello, my name is Joe Aguilar, I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group, and here at CMG we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Chowing About the G-Men, and great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Ivan. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting Clovercrestmedia.com. Visit chrissawyerannie maccom Email him at csawyer maccom maccom or give him a call. 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, Mac Home Mortgage. lo Direct. Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender Broker Number ML 338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number MC 338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Shepard, all alone, Shepard breaks a tackle, and into the end zone, Sterling Shepard. 18, Thibodeau got there, got the ball out, scooped it and scored, touchdown Giants, Kiva Thibodeau. Second down, five Jones again, oh here he goes, he can see the pylon, touchdown. Barkley. Looking for a sea. Great cut. Saquon Barkley in for the touchdown. Hello,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Drawing About the G-Men Giants football podcast. And it is the off-season, so we are branching out of just football. I'm Big Jace, joined by King Zay. Um, what's going on? We have uh we have a lot to talk about. Uh shout out my boy steve at grass Fed gaming uh what's going on make sure you check out him for i he likes to pretend to race cars so if that piques your interest at all make sure you follow him on twitch but well, let's dive in don't, Giant. Don't,
2: don't do that sim racing what? is great sim racing is great don't do that to anybody so i'm
1: not i'm saying that that I, i'm giving him his props that that's just not my turn I mean, that's just not my uh. That's just not my thing. But it, it
2: takes a ton of it, skill to do some it does, racing. It takes a ton of skill.
1: It does, and uh, he's got the whole setup and everything. But shout out to shout out to Steve. Let's get into the football though. Topic that uh, it, it's going to go on for the next couple of weeks. Uh, the big news with the Giants is uh, once the off season starts, uh, I believe it's like the 18th or 19th uh, in March. Uh, Kenny Galladay will get cut. That will free up around like 15 mil in cap space. But uh, that's good. That's uh, good news. But the real news us as Giants fans are waiting for is who's going to get signed first? Who's the bigger priority? Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. I talked about it last week. Daniel Jones in the process of changing agents. Rumors are he wants 45 mil. To me, I think that's just him begging to be franchise tagged. But uh, Zay, where where are you? Where are your thoughts on all this? And if you're the Giants, if you're Joe Shane, who are you pri- prioritizing? Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley?
2: Well, let me say this first. My first thoughts is I think I need everyone need the pump their brakes. Um, this is called negotiations. Just because Daniel Jones says he wants forty five million doesn't mean he's going to get forty five million. That's just a number that they were going to start off with and that's what they're going to work from there. And they'll, they'll you know, the giants will come in lower. He'll come in a little higher Then the giants will go a little higher, but still lower. I honestly think he'll end up somewhere between 30 and 35 million. I can see somewhere like 33 in that range because again, even guys like Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr probably aren't going to see more than 35 million and those are considered the top quarterbacks on the market. And unfortunately, Daniel Jones only having 15 touchdowns while he had a great season. But Giants fans, it was memorable for us. You know, we got to the second round of playoffs. That doesn't translate. You know, 15 touchdowns doesn't translate to top quarterback in the league money. So obviously, they'll sit down, they'll negotiate, they'll come up with something. Joe Shane's a smart guy. He'll work out something, and hopefully, he gets the job done because then that makes it easier with the Saquon situation. Because worse comes to worse, if you really want Saquon, you can only franchise him at that point once you have Daniel Jones locked up. But that's something down the road. Obviously, you see the moves they're making to clear up cap space to make uh, get more money, obviously, cutting uh, Galladay. Uh, Leonard Williams could be another cap casualty because, again, he's going to be expensive to bring back so the Giants could free up some money there. So I'm not stressing. It's, a, it's very early. Again, running backs are a dime a dozen. You know? you know, you get a good max eight to ten years maybe out of them. Good eight years, probably out of them. If you get two more on top of that, it would just be serviceable backup years, in my opinion. But you know, Saquon's twenty-six. He's got a ton of miles. Um, he's got injury history. So if the Giants were to move on from Saquon Barkley, it wouldn't be like an oh god, we just lost something great. It, it, it would suck, it, you know. Thanks for the memories, but we'll move on and we'll find somebody new. It's just the life cycle of the NFL.
1: All right, so so you're saying they should
2: prioritize Daniel Jones. That's what I'm getting? Um, I This is what I say. I always say, you know, having a quarterback is important to the team. Locking the quarterback up is very important. You know, having that position solidified and having it solidified for the right amount of money works. The Giants obviously screwed up by not picking up his, his fifth-year option, uh, which then they would have to make a decision on him until next year, which would give them another, what do you have, you know, show me, you know. Year which would have worked out for the Giants. Obviously, they opted out of that, so we are where we are. But again, I tell people, look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady's success comes from not making the most money on the team. He allowed the team to go out and put weapons around him and pay other guys, while Tom Brady took a considerable—excuse uh, me—a considerable amount of money, but not always, you know, the league top quarterback money, and it worked out for him.
1: Yeah, uh, that uh, my big thing last week was uh, with the Daniel Jones forty five mil. You're right, it is uh, it is just negotiations. But I felt Daniel Jones was one of those guys who would take a pickup. But uh, so I, I get where you're coming from. Uh, yeah, but dude, I, I would put I, I put a bigger priority over Saquon Barkley because you talk about the miles, uh, the injury because of the injuries he hasn't had that many miles. He hasn't had. We haven't seen a lot of him on the field. So well, you're a starter at Penn I State. That. I understand that. <laughs> but still, uh in the NFL, he hasn't had as many miles as a lot of running backs at this point have. Granted, injuries. That that's always gonna be a big question mark with anyone you sign. Uh, but it like think about this year. Think about when the Giants were on those comeback games, like the Ravens, uh even the first game with the commanders, the, yep. the Packers, the Vikings. Well, think about that fourth quarter. Who were they giving the football to? It was Saquon Barkley. He was running down the field and scoring that go-ahead touchdown. Uh, yep. I, I think Saquon Barkley is a bigger uh, need for this Giants. I think he is really the heart and soul of this Giants team. Uh, not not just talking about his on-the-field stuff, off the field, him being a captain, him being a real leader. Saquon Daniel Jones is a leader, don't get me wrong, but he's that lead by example guy. Saquon Barkley has shown to be more like the general, more that getting the guys in the right spot and more commanding the team. So, so I'm going to take Saquon Barkley uh, with, and you, you, we're, the Giants are going to get both. Like, we're, we're just looking for stuff to talk about right now. The Giants are going to get both guys, especially after they cut Kenny Galladay. You just give that money to Saquon 15 mill a year i i think that would be okay but uh not giving him no no he's got a good maybe two
2: three years left no he doesn't why though what makes you say that because football is the most brutal sport in the world he'll be lucky if he makes another three years with the damage he takes with the amount of carries he takes for that team it's not going to end well he like i said four years at penn state as a starter is a lot. Most guys do about two, three years maybe, and then they rotate with guys at that. He was a full-time four-year starter. He was
1: rotating with Miles Sanders.
2: Not as much. He he took the majority of the load at Penn State. Miles Sanders
1: was there. He was there. Don't get me wrong, but he's taken less beating than you've seen it in his career. He's looked fresher than Saquon. Okay, but I mean okay, you can say the exact same stuff about Christian McCaffrey too. He's taking a beating. He, he got his money.
2: Yeah, but McCaffrey is another guy. The Panthers aren't going to look back and be like, oh, God, we wish we never got rid of him. No, no. that's just not – it's just not what works. There are very few running backs who have very long careers. Adrian Peterson is one of the few – you know, one of those guys who have very long careers.
1: Why can't, he, you know, why can't Saquon Barkley be that tough? Look at the way this guy treats his body. Look at how much – how jacked he is. Look at all the freak stuff that happens with him. It's, 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 it's like – he, he was coming into the league being the next – the LeBron James of football. Jesus. He I chased, remember. That was that – was a, a lot of people were saying that. Look at LeBron's career and how he's been able to take care of his body. Why can't Saquon Barkley do that?
2: Because LeBron's never had a serious injury. Saquon Barkley's already had two.
1: That is, okay.
2: They're talking about two different animals. That's why I don't like comparing them. Football is a different breed. You, you got to understand, football is a sport where you can – in your season on a complete non-contact injury. Look at the field. They play on the worst field in the NFL. The Giants statistically had the most ACL tears in the league because of their field. Their field is terrible. You have to take that into consideration if they don't change that.
1: The field, that's a whole different topic, and I know a lot of players are getting out, are talking about it. And, I mean, shout out to you, Zay. You were the first to bring up turf being bad. Uh, one of the first people, and then obviously the uh, the Super Bowl. That grass was very very bad, but uh, I, I Saquon Barkley, I think 15 mil, e- even if he comes in being that main load carrier, but even like drafting a guy in like the third round just to be take a little bit off of him, like I, you can do that. Just having him on the field, Zay, having Don't him mean. be that weapon, I, I is gonna be good. 13? Thirteen. I'm not going past 13. Again, okay, but if you can save a little bit on Daniel Jones, say Daniel Jones signs for 30. It's, it's not about – Are you not, willing to give that extra? It's not about
2: – it's not just about them too. There are other holes that have to be filled on this team. There are other positions that need to be addressed on this team. You can't just There's sit no here one. and devote your whole 45 or 46 million, whatever. This
1: is the heart and soul of the team, though.
2: No, it doesn't – I do not care. Yes, it is. I do not care. Things turn over. Guess what? I'm going to be honest. And I love Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is very replaceable. If they were to make a trade for Lamar Jackson on on draft night for Daniel Jones, I'm just saying, I have a medical out there. He's very replaceable. People will forget he was ever here. Don't ever get that twisted. Daniel Jones has not done anything but one playoff win. You can, you can tell me he's the heart and soul of the team. That's great. But Brian David looks like the coach that can do it with any quarterback. He gets. I,
1: I would say Saquon Barkley is more the heart and soul of the team. But Daniel Jones has proven he's, he can be the guy.
2: Yeah, they're very they're, they're both
1: expendable people.
2: That's the best way I'm going to put it. They're both okay. expendable. I
1: mean, they, you, they're, in today's NFL, everyone's expendable. They, yes. Aaron Rodgers, he, yes. he's, we're talking about getting traded. Lamar Jackson, that we'll talk about him a little Aaron bit. Aaron Rodgers is
2: expendable because he's old. It's different.
1: He was just, but people You're were right. talking about him being expendable years ago. No. The, the, this trade talk didn't. They're, they're not trading nowhere. They're
2: not trading at 30, a 29, I thought he was going to get traded
1: and then he came out and won two back to back yeah. MVPs. Never going
2: to happen. You got to understand. They talk a lot of crap. They bluff a lot of times. <laughs> Darren Rodgers is only expendable now because he's old. There's nothing more to it.
1: Okay. All right. We let's talk about uh i mean we're we'll talking about trading let's dive right into it lamar jackson someone who's young he's on the trade block uh represent himself as an agent which uh I, shame on all other sports media for for attacking lamar jackson for not represent, for representing himself uh the, yeah there's going to be issues with it but for them to just the, the, that's what i've noticed Really, this since the season ended, sports media is attacking Lamar Jackson for not having an agent very harshly just because he they do, he doesn't have an agent that they can get the inside scoop from. Shame on you. The, the man's doing the best he can. There are a lot of issues that come in with representing yourself, but he, he is doing it. And I, would it be maybe – would he – do a little bit better with an agent? Yeah, maybe. Could that help facilitate some trades, help him facilitate, it, uh, facilitate trades and other stuff? Yeah, maybe a little. But I, I, I'm not going to just keep harping on Lamar Jackson for representing himself uh, just because we can't get any inside scoop from it. That That's what the the big people in Bristol and in L.A. or wherever, that that's what they've been harping on really this, since the season ended. But uh, with that being said, Zay, I just had to get that off my chest because I've noticed that a lot since the season ended. But uh, where do you expect Lamar Jackson, this Lamar Jackson scenario to play out? How do you expect well, you
2: first First, let me say kudos to Lamar Jackson for standing on his you know, his word. Uh, he doesn't want to be RG3, you know, 2.0. He shouldn't have played at the end of the season, and I think that that was the best decision for him going forward. I don't think he'll be with the Ravens. I think their relationship is severed. But I do, for some reason, keep getting the feeling that the 49ers could be a wild card in this situation. <laughs> now, everyone's talking Jets and, and, and Atlanta and all these – Carolina, all these other southern spots that he would be familiar and close to home and all this yada, yada, yada crap, whatever. But don't think – don't sleep on San Francisco. We've seen San Francisco pull up some amazing things before. Um, obviously with Tom Brady out of the picture Brock Purdy having rotator cuff surgery or whatever it is, UCL surgery or whatever the heck he's got, whatever baseball injury he's got, Jimmy G obviously he won't be back and I'm being honest, I don't think Trey Lance was ever it, I think he was just beneficial of being slightly better than the competition in which he played in college and we, again more of a Zach Wilson situation where we see very little of him and we made a you know, a huge determination based off of that. But I could see, I could see the 49ers. I really could.
1: I like that. I, I actually mentioned it uh, last week. Uh, Throwing in a package, uh, I, giving them a guy like Trey Lance, uh, guy on a rookie contract. You're not going to have to, this won't be an issue for a while. Get him. He's also mobile. Like Lamar Jackson. Ever since they brought in Lamar Jackson, they've been with that's one thing I, I like with the Ravens. Their backups have been fitting very well. Like did they have the mobile guys? And a lot of people, a lot of Ravens fans are high on Tyler Huntley. Uh I don't think so. I'm a I'm a Utah Utes fan. He was my quarterback for a while. He's not an NFL quarterback. So give him a guy, also throwing like an AU. You get a wide receiver there. I I, I really do like that San Fran trade. I don't see it happening. I, I think that would be wild if it did, and that would change a lot. I, I like the idea. But for me, what I said last week, I think the Saints uh, give up some draft picks, also get rid of Michael Thomas. Uh, he, the, the big thing with me with the 49ers and the, the Saints deal is the the Ravens aren't just getting rid of Lamar Jackson. They're also benefiting, bringing with the 49ers, like I said, an IUK a guy who can become that number one wide receiver or get Michael Thomas. You finally have that number one wide receiver. See how good actually Tyler Huntley is or draft a guy. Um, th- th- there's a lot of avenues. I know a lot of people, uh, obviously everyone's talking about the Jets and him coming to New York and that stuff. Uh, also with Aaron Rodgers, a lot of people are talking about the Jets. I I, I, I don't know about that. I, 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 I Nobody was playing for
2: the Jets. The Jets will end up with Geno Smith.
1: <laughs>
2: Maybe. As, as bad as that sounds, the Jets went up with Geno Smith again. There was all their possibilities in the, 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 the Jets. I'm sorry to say it. I,
1: I, mean, I, I think the worst the Jets do is get Derek Carr. And I, I don't know how, how, I don't think that's that that bad.
2: No, I one's not saying it's good. bad. Though. No. Look, Derek Carr is a, when healthy, is a very good quarterback. He hasn't had very good teams to prove it. But if yep. you get it, the Jets again, they could be a quarterback away, like most people say. But only time will sell. But I, I don't think Lamar Jet is one thing I can tell you. I don't think the Ravens will trade him within the AFC. I don't think they want a, a, a situation where he can come back and play them in the AFC Championship and knock them out. I don't think he. I don't think they want that situation.
1: I, I think right. I, I I get that, but I think they're also like you you're get you're admitting to a rebuild here right so you're kind of like throwing out like if you're trading away your star you the guy who brought an MVP to your team the identity of your team the past since he's been on there you you're starting to rebuild in some some way shape or form so I, I think you, you don't necessarily have your eyes on the playoffs, do you, if you're trading away Lamar Jackson?
2: Look, if you – I don't know. It's my thing. If you if you trade away Lamar Jackson still, you, you have to get something. So, yeah. again, what are the Jets going to lose Traffic. in order to get Lamar Jackson? That's also another question, Mark, in the situation. But time will tell. I think, honestly, the 49ers, I think they'll pull a move behind our backs draft night. We don't know. We'll never see it coming. And, again, if you think he fits that situation that they need, they, to me, look like a team that was a quarterback away from the Super Bowl last year. It was really suck what happened to Brock Purdy. But, you know, that team looked great defensively. They looked good offensively. They had weapons everywhere. You bring in a guy like Lamar Jackson, and, you know, that could get scary with – all that speed on offense, so and then that's also they can retain all their guys that you can, all these other guys that we will be bringing back. But we'll see. But again, Kittle, um, Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, that yeah, those just those three. Yeah, that's that's a good team to me. I'm I'm just yep. I hope the is aren't listening because I don't want them to get better. But I'm just. <laughs>
1: I, I, I really like that. I like that deal. Uh, I don't know if it will happen, but, I mean, the, the only real, like, knock, I guess you could say with that – Before I just need to throw this in before we move on. But uh, you're bringing in someone – you have all these quarterback injuries. Now you're bringing in someone who had – whose season ended because of an injury. Granted, there was also contract disputes in that. With that injury as well. So, don't really know. I know that that is going to be something that people are going to talk about. But uh, yeah, let's move on. Off sport. Off, I mean, off season, off sport. am going to give you a quick rundown of the NBA. Uh, starting off, I realized I, I upload these graphics and I haven't been using them. But uh, so, start off, we're going to start off in the West because that's obviously the big popping news right now. The, uh, Kyrie Irving. To the mavs kevin durant to the suns i'm pretty sure kevin durant is supposed to make his debut with the suns this week uh so that should be interesting to see how that plays off obviously Kyrie's already uh done that uh so, so we don't need to talk about brooklyn uh because that was just disastrous that, that whole yeah. saga there zay i i want to just look forward uh look to the playoffs does either one of these moves make either one of these teams the favorites come out of the West? Or if not, who who, who do you think has that crown of the West right now? Oh,
2: God, oh, God. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Uh, I will say this before I start. I've been in the garden every game this month, and it's been rocking since Katie and them left. Nick's been on a six-game winning streak. New York is booming, baby, hey, and,
1: the East. Don't worry.
2: and those two are really, really missing out what's going on in these because it's, it's been fun over here the last couple of weeks. But if, um, if I'm being honest, I don't think these two trades tip the scale. I know everyone now has the Suns as the favorites to win and all this yada yada. My biggest problem with the Suns is we always say this, Rister is big on saying this. Your best ability is availability, and I don't think when it matters the most, all three of those guys will be available. I think in some form or fashion, maybe one or two, maybe even all three will be missing when it comes down to it in the playoff season. Um, I told you guys on our previous podcast, Kevin Durant would be an injury risk going forward after his torn Achilles. He has been that since. He is a guy who – when he's healthy, you know what you get, but the problem is you don't know how healthy – or how long he's going to stay healthy. Excuse me, I should say that. Uh Chris Paul, I've mentioned many times, the man is cursed. He can't stay healthy when it gets late in the series, whether it's age or whatever it is, curse, Chris Paul has not been there. And and Booker, for someone who can score a ton of points, he's a guy the guy who has just never been a factor when it comes late, you know, deep late in the season. So for I me, mean, I don't see the Suns being that Team that goes and uh, runs through the, you know, runs the gauntlet and wins it all just because they added KD. This is not the KD that was added to the 73 win, you know, Golden State Warriors team. This is KD coming to a Suns team that lost a lot to get him. So you got to also remember that the bench is not what that bench was prior to him getting there. So, that you know, that always goes into it. When you have a trade, in order to get a good player, it's going to cost you something. So You have to take in mind that. And as far as Kyrie Irving's situation goes, well, I think Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic are two great talents. I don't think those two great talents will be able to figure it out. Uh, Luka isn't LeBron, even though people build him up to be something similar to the next LeBron. I think he's great myself, but he's not LeBron. He doesn't compliment players. Luka is a scorer just like um, Kyrie. And I just think those two are known. It's just not enough offense and not enough defense for that team to make a deep run in the playoffs. I mean, they've surprised us before. They've made runs with just Luka, but –
1: hey, about... don't discredit your boy Jalen Brunson.
2: What? About... Jalen is what Jalen is.
1: Listen, you, know? you can't be a Knicks fan and not bring up Jalen Brunson there. Like, yeah. I'm just saying. I mean so, – uh... So so who's your favorite out of the West, then?
2: Uh, out of the West – I don't know. You have to give me a couple more. Weeks. Okay. I, I can't. Because, you know, you want to throw those nuggets and, and you want to say, you know, the Grizzlies, but then they'll get to the playoffs and they'll lose to a Golden State or something, just snuck in late, you know. So, you you can't be too short. I'd say give me a couple more. I, I need a couple more weeks before I that okay. this. There's still 20-some-odd 20, 20 games left.
1: I got you. Uh, I mean, I, I like all your points you hit there. Uh, The Suns, this could – this could be like they could just come in and dominate or this could be just another version of the Nets where we talk about them, we talk about them and nothing happens uh the 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 real thing there with that trade though Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson like the real big sparks on your team having to get rid of yeah Kevin Durant's a big guy but I I think that might that just hurts the depth uh so I'm not liking that I think out of any of these I like the Mavs move more because we saw Luka can get you to the Western Conference Finals. Now adding in, a, 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 I like Jalen Brunson, but he wasn't consistently what he was, what he is now, what he was in Dallas. So I think just having Kyrie just being that guy who can drop you 30, he, if Luka can drop you 50 in the playoffs, Kyrie drops you 30, and then all these other guys pick up a, a point here and there. Wouldn't later? that be nice? <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's doable. And also, like Kyrie was playing like some of the best basketball of his life before he got traded.
2: Yeah, no, no one's playing great. No, no one's disagreeing Kyrie's greatness to the team. The only issue with Kyrie is his loyalties, and his you know when he when he has his fits, he has his fits. But uh, again, it is what it is with Kyrie Irving. I tell yeah. people that all the time. You get what you get with him, and you either like it or you don't.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I got you. So, uh, but but for me, I'm gonna round out off the West, the Nuggets. I've been saying it since we, since the season began, the Nuggets with uh, Jamal Murray still been banged up, Jokic averaging a triple double. Uh, Aaron Gordon has really stepped up. I think he's gonna be the real key, uh, being that second guy, be be bringing that extra productivity outside of joker but uh if jamal murray can get healthy and we saw what he did in the playoff bubble if he can just bring like a fraction of that i think this team makes a run to the finals. Yeah,
2: it's not happening again but it is what it is yeah.
1: all right okay let's uh i know you're on a time crunch so let's quickly move shift things over heck what are you liking in the East? It just seems like it's been Milwaukee and Boston just duping it out on the top. Do you think a team could slide in there before the playoffs?
2: Oh, we're not talking about the same Boston that just got it handed to them. I don't uh, know. Uh, by the New York Knicks last night, are we? We're not talking about that same Boston, are we? <laughs> um,
1: Yeah, the Jalen Brown less Boston, yeah.
2: Jalen Brown would not have made a factor in that game. You got to understand, okay. there are teams that are, you know, I'm saying, it, they're, 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 this is a different Knicks team. This is not the same number four team from a few years ago. So you're going to have to put some respect on their name. This, I think the East is going to be more fun to watch in the playoffs than the West. Oh, 100%. I think uh, the Cavs are a great team to watch. I think Miami will sneak in, get to the number six seed. Unfortunately, I don't think the Nets have enough to hold them off and keep them out of the play in situation, which is going to suck for a Nets team that again doesn't have a ton of weapons, doesn't have a lot of resources there. But you know you'll never, you never know. You'd be surprised. Atlanta surprised a lot of people when they, you know, when they got in the playoffs at the five seed and basically almost ran the table. Yeah, can Cam it's Thomas
1: it. take over like a uh, Trey Young?
2: Um, but I think again, uh, yeah, Miami. I think they'll wrap up that last play in playoff spot before the play in. Um, I think the play will be interesting with all those teams. I think Atlanta should be one of the teams that come out. They should probably grab the seven or eight seed. They should be one of the teams in. And the last team, and I, I can't tell you again. It's really a dog fight.
1: Yeah.
2: Tim, in my opinion, it really is a dogfight. You mentioned the teams at the top, but even when you look at the top, they're not all separated by much. You know, a few games from each other here and there. So,
1: But, yeah, but uh, Boston and Milwaukee's tied right now. And then, yeah, uh, I think
2: Boston. I think Milwaukee is a half-game lead because of the loss last night to the Knicks. Then you got, you know, Philly, who's got who like 39 wins or something like that. They're like 39 wins. Yeah, and they're, they're four games very, back. And then you got you know Cleveland was right behind them at 39, and then Knicks behind them at 36. So you know it's, it's uh, the next 20 games should be an interesting roller coaster. If teams get hot, teams you know fall off. Who's going to you know make it? Who's not? I think it should be interesting. Um, again, I'm not giving you who's coming out of the East or the West right now. It's still too early. It's 20 games. The teams that are in here right now. A team can fall off a cliff. They can lose ten in a row and find themselves an outside looking in. You know, God, you, you don't know how the situation is going to go again. Yeah, the Knicks being able to run off six in a row has been amazing, and uh, uh, Milwaukee also is on a, another amazing win streak. I think it's fourteen in a row. Some crazy number like that. But I again, mean, fourteen teams are going to lose, so you, you just gotta kind of like weather the storm until the end. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm not giving you an answer on who's going there, but I'd say the East will be interesting and fun to watch till the end. Yeah. Don't mind I, me I'm just setting up shoes.
1: No, I got you. Uh, I will say, uh, to talk about the big dogs here. Uh, everyone's been saying Celtics, Celtics, Celtics all year. Uh, I think Milwaukee has the edge there though. Uh, just, I mean, Jay, Tatum and uh, Tatum and Brown are great, but just that, I mean, Holiday's been playing out of control. Obviously, Giannis is Giannis, but when yeah. healthy, Chris Middleton, that third option, I think that would just that just gives them the edge. Like no one else. Yeah, maybe Grant Williams can come in, hit nine, uh, hit hit a couple three, it, get hot from three. Yeah, Derek White can do that. But uh, I mean, you're gonna get it consistently from all three of those guys when you get into a playoff situation. So I like the Bucks to, to come out of the East, and also just the better player seems to always really? win.
2: What I think, I think the Celtics take that. I think Malcolm Brogdon would have to be the X factor in that situation. Malcolm Brogdon's good. I, I, I do think Brogdon. the Celtics could take that. I mean, Brogdon has been underwhelming so far this year. I would say not what people were expecting. Since but. I mean, like I said, last twenty games. We who who knows who can get hot. Yeah, that's all
1: I gotta say. Yeah, the the the, the Celtics depth is insane. So I will give them that. I, I just, but uh, yeah, I, I think, and, and also the, uh, what what's what's their new coach's name? I know I know he's doing a great job. Oh uh, uh, yeah,
2: yeah yeah. Yeah now. Uh,
1: yeah he's doing a great job um but also just like that he, new coach i mean granted i said this last year and they got to the finals but first year coach going into it a, a joe, joe manzula I, I apologize for that but yeah joe Manzoula's doing great um did they know what they have to do to get there but I, I just i mean milwaukee's in the same boat but uh i mean everybody's in the same boat everyone, well i mean <laughs> Those, two, those are the only teams that have – I mean, I guess Miami as well because of the bubble, but yeah. those are the, out of the East, those are the teams that have been to the finals and have the most, like, returning players from when they were on the finals. Right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but with that being said, I'm going to give you my finals prediction because Zay isn't going to. I have the Nuggets. I've had the Nuggets all year. I have them winning the finals because that's going to put a nice hunk of change in my pocket. But I have them beating the Phoenix Suns East, baby. The Philadelphia 76ers. Just like what you said, Joel Embiid, James Harden, they're not going to be able to stay healthy. But, dude, I want them. I want them to go to the finals and lose, complete the Philly uh, the Philly uh, second place sweep. I mean, they're, they're not going to get NHL, which sucks. But uh, MLS, <laughs> MLS uh, obviously baseball with the Phillies, football with the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want the 76ers to get there just just because that's going to be funny. Fuck Philly, Philly. I don't,
2: I, I don't want to see language. it. I don't uh, want them to be that close. I hate Philly.
1: Yeah, I, I want to see them lose. I love seeing that tear in their eyes. I love seeing that. Because the, they're so passionate. And I, I love that about them, that they really enjoy their sports. They take it to the next level. But with passion comes some of the best, best losses. And granted, I mean, as a, I, I know what. Losing bad feels like so, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm gonna say that as my prediction. I, I think the Bucks are the best team in the East, though. And I'm still sticking with my Nuggets. As I mean, the Nuggets, I'm not gonna call them my Nuggets, I'm still a Jazz guy. Speaking of my Jazz, lori marketing monster.
2: The Jazz, you told me that you know, Don Mitchell was never leaving, remember?
1: Yeah, I mean we've talked about this, Danny Ainge, if he's going to bring in a bunch of draft picks, if he's going to do what he did in Boston, if he's going to bring in guys, not obviously he's not going to bring in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, but guys like that, if he can draft those guys, find those guys, end I'll the show. That. That, that,
2: that, that's how... The I, show. I, will end
1: it. I will end it, but that's how Utah, that's how Utah has to win a title. Not You're not going to bring in big name free agents. You're going to have to home uh, get it all homegrown. So. You'll do some. Right. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for today's show. Big shout out to Annie Mac Home Mortgage. Chris Sawyer, Annie Mac Home Mortgage for sponsoring today's episode. Also, make sure to check out www.clovercrestmedia.com to find a bunch of other great podcasts like this, hear other people's takes. I know uh, Sports Talk with uh, R&J Risser, we brought up uh, and homeboy, Justin D'Otrio, he'll, he'll be on. Uh, he, he's he's a guest coming up for the March Madness because he's a college basketball savant. So, uh, yeah, so we have all that coming up. Make sure you check out that, Sports Talk with RJ. They go live tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you check that out. I'm sure they'll talk about uh, what we have and a lot more. But, uh, yeah, and that's going to do it uh, for myself, Big Jace. And King Zay, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week for more John about the G-Men. Peace out, everyone.
0: Open, Shepard, all alone. Shepard breaks a tackle. And into the end zone, Sterling Shepard. It's Thibodeau got there. Got the ball out. Scooped it and scored. Touchdown, Giants. Kiva Thibodeau. Second down, five, Jones again, oh, here he goes, he can see the pylon, touchdown. Barkley, looking for a seed, great cut, Saquon Barkley in for the touchdown. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group, and here at CMG we have a wide variety of podcasts including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Chowing About the g and great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichman. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.